Uh, fuck you, how long am I gonna cut that out? <laughs> I don't know, man. Just cut it out. <laughs> now I respond all of my messages with Yaid. <laughs> yeah, and then he winks and then licks his lips at the camera. What we're speaking right now is terrestrial English. Oh, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> we're just gonna try to uh, do a few cook fires just like, to get the juices flowing. We could potentially see a World Cup being played across the world, which would be the sickest thing. We just wanna yeah. talk shit about everything we love. Orgy of sports, music, science, history, and uh, possible hints of swearing. Welcome back to Decades, episode number seven. And for this episode, we decided to do something much more current, much more relevant. Um, a few things. Right now is 2021. It's July, August. During this time, one of the biggest events in the world is happening. The 2020 Summer Olympics held in Tokyo, but it's held in 2021 because of obvious reasons. And during the time of July to August is also a, a, a very dear date to all the two of our co-hosts, John and JT. So in the 1990s, there were two Summer Olympics. And in 1996, the birth year of our co-hosts, John, would you know this? Where was the 96 Summer Olympics held? It was held from July 19th to August 4th, the time of our okay. conception. No, the time of our <laughs> entrance into this it was, world. It was almost, yeah. All right. Um, Where was okay, the 96 so games held? That's the quick fire we have two for today. Two 2000 was Sydney. That's correct. Um, all right. Yep. It has to... It has to be. I think the 90s was either Barcelona or Atlanta. Mm. One of those two. Mm. Am, I, am I close? So I? both of them are correct, Wait. but which one is okay. which year? All right, let me think. The 1992. Remember Atlanta. the 96. Nah, nah, nah. I, I believe that was the year of the dream team, wasn't that? No, that's 92. Oh, and 92 okay. And 92 was in Barcelona. Hey, that's a good hint. I I, I bought Atlanta. Really? Yeah, correct. Nice. Nice. You you helped me a bit there with the dream team. Because the... Oh. There we go. That's when they went to Barcelona, is it? Yeah, because they, they flew overseas. I already knew, like, uh, it wasn't in the States. Yeah. So, there we go. There we go. Isn't that... Shouldn't... I would have guessed if they were the dream team, they surely wanted to win on home ground, right? It was, I think, nine, like, 92 is the last time you're going to see Magic and Bird. They were already old at that point, mm. but they were, like, the two greatest from the 80s. So it was, like, just the right moment between the 80 superstars and the 90 superstars. Right. After that, just never never aligned again. Yeah. So, so how come, why, why don't we call the dream team now, like, LeBron and whatever, like... In 2008, when LeBron and Kobe and Duran and all these people, it was just doesn't that, compare. That was the dream team, the dream team 2.0. So like, oh, okay. Uh, 2008 was a dream team 2.0. Mm. 2004, they kind of fumbled. I think they got bronze. Yeah. Or silver. Yeah. And then, but but the 92 is like I think widely regarded as, I think if you look at the 20 best players in the 
ever or something like that. It's maybe like eight of them, mm. arguably, were on the dream team. Mm. Yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, that's that's a start, I guess. Atlanta. That was twenty, twenty-four, five years ago. That's also a hit, and some of our um, the age of our co-hosts. We're also hitting our quarter life crisis. You know, fun fact about the '90s Olympics yeah. is, I think, I think I was reading this somewhere. I might have been wrong, right? But mm. those were, I think, the last two Olympics to directly profit from the Olympics. So the cities to directly profit. Mm. I think like like uh, they brought home millions, right? Mm. Um, because I think the IOC largely cities make their money. Um, from the Olympics uh, with uh, TV rights overseas, yeah, and and se- and second fiddle like uh, attendance and tourism and all these sort of things. Mm. But directly from the sport itself, in terms of um, TV rights, yeah, the IOC only used to take four percent or less of TV yeah. rights uh, of the revenue from TV rights. But in the two thousands, it started rising, right? And in two thousand and sixteen. Can give give us a trivia. The... Let's let's give this as the quick fire, dude. I think what's, we're what's, referring to the same video, I believe, IOC on YouTube, take? right? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but I, I don't I, give anything I, away. I don't have the stat, but I think what was okay. This is the question for me. I'm just gonna make. I think in Tokyo was it was it twenty percent? Oh, twenty sixteen. Uh, uh, I'm not too sure. I'm not too mm. sure about Tokyo, but Rio, twenty sixteen. Mm. How much did the IOC take in revenue from TV rights? Thirty percent. Seventy percent. Seventy percent compared to what they had before, 70, right? Seventy. That's ridiculous. Compared to about like four percent mm. and uh, around that in the nineties and eighties, when when uh, nations and cities used to actually directly profit now i think it's very covered by the media that it just it just loses money mm. right and i think i think um that's a kind of good segue to what we want to talk about yeah first uh question here right is is is, mm. is from a city perspective if we've seen the numbers drop i think it, I think the record number of bids was 2004 Athens I think 10, 10 countries 10 yeah. cities but it's dropped to the point and you sent me this a few days ago it's like Brisbane mm. was the only city in the running for 2032 they won by default Yeah, and I went and checked a bit more the 2024 uh, it was literally only um, Paris, Paris and, and LA LA yeah and and what they said was they were so they were not confident they could actually get bids for twenty twenty eight so they were like all right Paris you take twenty four and LA you take twenty eight so obviously cities are starting to like think about this a bit more and 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 question is it worth it for us to even be holding Olympic games mm. and that's the question we want to uh, discuss a bit more uh, today but I think we have a special sec- section for them as well JT right yeah. So uh, we're trying out a new thing. Since John and I just love talking shiller, since this is the way that we catch up and we have our intellectual discussions. So we also want to keep the podcast short. So the, for the first 30 minutes, we'll just be the 
the juicy part of the discussion where we'll be talking about, you know, is, are the Olympics worth it? That's the big questions on everybody's mind. But then in the later parts, we'll also talk about whether the Olympics are worth it for the athlete. Um, and just a bit of a time for John and I to fantasize, be athletes ourselves, ex-athletes, which one is the easiest Olympic gold medal to win and which one is the hardest, you know? <laughs> so if you oh, want to hear gosh. a bit more of about our lives, would-be lives as athletes, just tune in at the end. But in the beginning, we'll just talk about the general effects of the Olympics on a city, on a country, and whether or not it's worth it. So, yes, yeah, yes. that's how um, I'm going to split just, up just this podcast. Say, uh, I'm I'm gonna caveat here and say I'm not speaking for JT, but I will I was never, ever close to going to the Olympics. Just saying. No, no, no. I don't I don't think I'm ever will not, be. Not but you know, like one day maybe we can fantasize. Say, you know, maybe who knows? Yeah, some sports. <laughs> could, I, you we could I be the... man, right? <laughs> yeah, you could actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> you could do sport. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, I guess like some sports are more um based on speed and power then you're going to be younger to be this to be discussed to yeah. be discussed later yeah. my friend yeah okay we're going to talk too much just giving dropping <laughs> dropping a bit of a a preview of what the our second uh, hmm. episode will be about anyway um back to this yeah what do you think let me ask you as a broad general term for as a broad general term <sighs> do you think it's worth it for cities you know when we and, and when we discussed this topic before the Olympics started yeah. off, I was probably like a very yeah. hard, no, it's not worth it anymore. It's just like a yeah. this is really my TLDR. It's just a money making machine for the Olympics. It's mm. for the organization, not even for the city. Mm. Combined mm. with what we see now in Tokyo, because of no no uh, fans, no no spectators fans, at the yeah. events, it's just made the whole financial greed of it even worse but yeah and then i see the non-tangible sides of the olympics so you see the there we the go fans and then every time some world record is breaking and and i see these videos online i shed a tear and then the and, emotions and come you into me you know the the, the stories hmm. olympics i think in sports i think people um, forget what it really is about. It's about human endeavor and stories, right? Yeah. Like you see, so many people go through so much hardship, and 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 something beautiful is like the refugee team mm, in this that's very summer inspiring. Olympics, right? And, yeah. And and I was I think I was, I would agree with you. It's like every time Olympic is is coming up, and there's so much news going around about how bad the consequences are and how mm. much it costs and stuff. And I, I I was on the same boat as you. I was like. This cannot be worth it. But then I think everyone forgets before and after. Yeah. But during the Olympics, it just takes over the world. Like even see, people who see, don't this watch is sport. this is where I get cynical, right? Is it because yeah. of the Olympics that they force feed it down our throat? Is it part of their greed that they've agreed with all these um, TV distributors that they have to play on the TV? 
Yeah, of course, but but people still dial in. People who have no interest in sports as, mm. as like a pastime yeah. outside of the Olympics, they still dial in and watch their country because I think something that cannot be understated is the patriotism. It's not like you're watching a mm. football team in England and you have no yeah. connection with. That's for the diehards, right? Yeah. But this is like you will watch an athlete if you're especially from like a small nation that, mm. that, that you're pretty much a neutral thirty a thirty gold medals, right? Mm. Like then you have a few a few I was watching uh uh bike racing mm. this morning because a Malaysian uh Olympian won second silver, right? Oh yeah, okay. I've never watched that in my life. Mm. But it was that pride for a fellow countryman. Mm who's been doing this for three Olympics in a row now, Yeah, um, made me very emotional. You know what I mean? So, so, so that comment would be, that argument would be more of a, the national community building intangible effect of the Olympics, you'd say? A more yeah, social and, and side? I think a more social side, intangible, right? And mm. I think, um, it's it's for me from someone like a small country looking at an Olympian compete, but I can imagine that if you were like uh, in Japan and the community in Japan, I feel I feel like they would be extremely proud, yeah, to have something this big and bring the world's view. Mm. I think this is the intangible side of it. Yeah, bring the world's view to look at your city, at your hospitality, at your people. Yeah, and and it sparks. And and I think it historically in the last few years it sparked um, uh, an edge to even the athletes, right? Mm. Like athletes start overperforming and hit some of their best ever, uh, yeah. The host nation's best ever mm. totals, uh, gold medal totals in recent times. So, yeah, it is it is the world's biggest stage, and and. Honestly speaking, some of the events that I see at the Olymp- at the Olympics are the only times that I ever will watch those sports. Like, for example, exactly gymnastics, right. um, or yeah, I don't even know. There's some ridiculous sports that I have the utmost respect for, but I I didn't even know there were sports that I'd watch normally, like archery, Surfing, shooting, skateboarding, yeah, skateboarding, archery. the BMX. Holy. Fuck the BMX. And and when you watch these, you're like, wow, these are amazing people. Yeah. Like, the, the, in terms of the skill, like, you can't, like, the skateboarding champions are all 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds, and you're like... Why is that? It's... That's a that's a deep... Whatever. I, that's I, just a I, thought. That's, that's, that's another question. Yeah. Um, Keep going. You were in all inspired... I think inspired. it might be a youth thing similar to football. Yeah. yeah, it's just inspirational, isn't it? Like I yeah. think, yeah, I think, and 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 for a country or a city to be able to put that kind of narrative, it's like, mm. oh, you remember you saying you things you just never forget, like mm. bolt at Beijing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it gives that city, especially up and coming cities, yeah, a pedigree in in world standings. So we then that we becomes a political tool, no? Yeah, you can say with like a lot of dictatorships in benefit. Nazi Germany, nineteen thirty-six, they held the Olympics. It's more like a political oh, yeah. tool to stand out, right? 
And and what's what's the uh, uh, trivia? What are the t- two most expensive mm. Olympic games ever hosted? Oh, then it has to be Beijing Olympics 08. And and is the other yep, one? That's one of them. And is the other one Munich 36? Berlin 36? Nope, I nope. don't know. But it's mm. it's 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 uh it's more recent. But mm. think along the same lines. Right? Sochi. Like what 14? country? Sochi. Mm. Correct. Mm. Mm. Perfect guesses, right? Sochi, fifty-one billion. Jesus. Beijing, forty billion. Oh, and, so Sochi was even more cre- expensive. Sochi was even more expensive, mm. and it was a Winter Olympic. And right, and the Winter Olympics and, always had less, what do you call, energy towards it, and less attention. Less mm. TV revenue, mm. less yeah, you know, like inherently less uh, benefits come mm. from a Winter Olympics. Well. Um, Here's another one but, but, for, for the political. I think um, Beijing is gonna is hosting the uh, Winter Olympics in twenty twenty two. I think twenty six. Okay. 20, Any anyhow, 20... their competitor was yep. Uzbekistan, and like honestly, what else do you? I I don't know much about Uzbekistan. Uh, I actually don't even know if it's Uzbekistan. I know it's one of the Central Asian countries. I think it's Kazakhstan. Countries. I yeah. think it's Kazakhstan. And mm. I think they have some. Something dodgy happening there politically too, and yeah, I guess you can see yeah. it's their way of trying to become the global icon in a way, the way that you're describing. Exactly right. Like um, we at this point, I think for up and coming developing nations, or even superpowers that want to mm. show what they're made of, like the Beijing Olympics was the greatest, in my opinion. Mm spectacle they've mm. ever made out of Olympics and everyone was like wow mm. you know what I mean like like that's the kind yeah. of status you get and for a country like Kazakhstan that city I I might I'm ignorant here I don't know a city in Kazakhstan <laughs> at this current stage right? is, is the Kazakhstan capital. the one with the burning pit of hell uh, um, I think it's one of the I, 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 <laughs> There goes I, my I don't ignorance. want to show how ignorant <laughs> I, I don't want to show how ignorant I am So I'm just not going to answer that <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you know the thing I'm talking about? That city That city That city will have infamy it, mm. I, I think of the same way That uh, Baku mm. um, Has the F1 race yeah. And also has Had hosted a lot of the Euros mm. And I've never heard of Baku in my life yeah. And now I went and and now it's gained a certain level, right? Mm. I think. But at what cost to the developing nations? Mm. I think the IOC has always turned a blind eye to it. Yeah, it's it's just for Look, them to market, think, right? Exactly, right? So so the IOC, if no, if uh, people don't know why the Olympics are so expensive, is the IOC comes in and has a list of demands of infrastructure that needs to be set up. So a lot of people know the Olympic Village, right? Which sets them back like half, which is literally a brand new apartment complex block most of the time that that it's kind of to use to sell to private investors later on. But it's it's literally like 12 buildings sometimes. And that takes up about half a billion dollars already. They have specific requirements Next, actually, for each room. If you look through the document, for, I'm sure... I'll send a. Yep. We'll include a YouTube video by um, it's one of the YouTubers. Really great. It's with the logistics of hosting the Olympics. 
the logistics. And, and a lot of people think that's it. But the whole Olympic Village includes that, a media house, literally mm. a whole giant center that costs almost the same amount mm. for media coverage to come in, all the big companies and stuff like that. Um, new roads and pathways, transportation around the Olympic Park. There, there's a radius of the transport or something like the transport has to be 10 minutes away from the sports centers. This is ridiculous. You're creating exactly, a city from right? scratch. You're creating exactly. You're you're almost creating a city from scratch. All the infrastructure needs to be updated for security protocols and stuff like that. The security itself costs about a billion dollars. Yeah. To make sure everything's run securely, and even the bid for the Olympics, um, Tokyo bid a hundred million, um, used a hundred million dollars USD. For its bid for the 2016 Olympic Games, which it's lost, mm. and used about 70 million for the successful bid. Yeah, even so the bid itself—that's so crazy. Even just just to bid for it, that's how much uh, money it takes, right? Yeah, and all of this, right? And 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 Tokyo is now—I think the projected was three billion dollars for the Olympic Games. Now it's up to 15 billion. Can't even fathom I that, think. really. You can't. Do you? All right, another another trivia, small trivia thing. Mm. Um, how long has it been since a country or a city uh, managed to come in at the exact projected uh, budget or under? Well, cheese. But everything, every time, goes over budget. <laughs> Fifty years. It's 50 been 50 years. years since the city has... Yeah. Isn't that crazy? You'd think they wouldn't learn, but right? You'd think they would learn and, and project it a bit higher, but... But is that... No, no. If they project too high, they just won't get approved, right? Exactly. I think that's that's the reasoning, right? They, I think that they know the hidden costs and things like this. But... What happens to most of this infrastructure is what JT, um, in developing nations especially. Yeah. This new, do you know what happens to them? Do you know what happens to all of a? Uh... Rarely do they get reused, but otherwise they're just left to be. You see all these pictures and videos of them, like in Rio especially, because a lot of I guess the median income in in Rio is quite low. So all these stadiums and um, housing units are just left to waste. I think what I read was that the only city to make use of their Olympic village was Sydney. And it's a quite high-end area now that people live yeah. in. And, and, and London is a good example mm. as well. Um, but that's, we'll that's another thing in itself, right? Like, there, but... I think... I guess one of the suggestions moving forward for the Olympics is instead of coming in and and completely renovating the city, the idea is that find a city that is well equipped to deal yep. with the mass changes that are required for hosting an Olympics. I think I wanted to touch right. another point because, um... that you raised earlier with Sochi. Yeah. Um, another reason yeah. why it could have been so expensive was also part of the logistics. But I think 
the um, ecological cost, the environmental cost of the oh, Olympics yes. is also very insane because not yep. every city and every location will have I, I, the reason why I raised Sochi is because of the ski wraps, right? So they need to have all these Olympic yep. level quality, um, lap, uh, what do you call like things for the skiers to ski on. And in order for that to happen, yep. they have to use TNT, blow up the mountainsides, demolish the trees, demolish the wildlife. Um, and these are exactly the unintended right. like, uh... ecological costs. You don't see it. You see all you see in TV is these beautiful rats or these, or even what I see in the in Tokyo. Like I don't think Tokyo has that many skate parks, right? But they had to take mm, away the areas in order for that real. to happen. They happened in Beijing when I was living in Beijing. They had to move people away, people where people lived before in order to yep. make space yep. Yep. for the Olympics. And yep. So, so um, mm. like, like Pyongyang, for example, like you yeah. said, had to demolish an entire um, mountainside, mountainside yeah. to, to, to build the village into the, into the mountain and stuff. And it looks pretty, but, mm. and, and they also, um, like you mentioned about the land, right? They built these, uh, items in high cost uh real estate areas yeah and as the and and like you said it it takes away from people actually having spaces to live around the city and when you do that when you when you have a uh, olympic village that just sits there and collects dust all the property value around the place even starts dropping yeah and and you're actually just kind of making it more difficult for people who already own houses, all these sort of things, yeah. as well as the opportunity cost you could have used that land for. For something else. So, yeah. I, I have I have this this stat, right? Uh, hmm. for the, what, what, um, I think 15 billion for the infrastructure in Japan, that was the cost. Yeah. What else could have been built? The in ballpark figure of building a three-bed hospital in Japan is 55 million. You could build 300 of those hospitals. The average elementary school in Japan costs about 13 million. For that price mm. of the Olympics, you could have gotten 1,200 schools. So, just, just to put into context... It's just not like, as fancy, right? Uh, you rather have national pride over saving, raising the next generation. Yeah, exa exa exactly, right? The the opportunity cost of these, the money is crazy. And like you said, the environmental um, procedures, I think maintenance fees are so high that Pyongyang had to demolish a $100 million stadium it built just to host the Olympics. And it demolished it right after. Jeez. Just because they wanted to avoid maintenance costs. Jeez. What an absolute waste. So, so, but then, for example, you get these sort of things. Like, Rio, I think, was the one that's in the media a lot, right? Mm. And, uh, like, it's, it's famous that I think the stadiums were shut down, they were vandalized. Rio was hit so hard mm. that in a couple of years, it couldn't pay back its teachers on time. Sorry? Because of the, the debt teachers. it had incurred from the Olympics. Wow. Montreal built a stadium that took, I think, 30 years for the city to pay back its debt. Mm. 
so so you have that on one side but then yeah. you have something like uh los angeles and london on the other side mm. so la the last time they hosted it built next to nothing mm. and profited 250 million dollars from the event yeah and and london and and london i think the stat was for every pound spent on the olympic park one quarter was spent on delivering the games while three quarters were spent on building into a legacy mm. where now i think for for a number of things the stadiums were like for the swimming stadium for example the seats were detachable like the 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 grandstands yeah to make it a public ve- a public fiction now that people can go and swim and things like this i think they recorded something about like 30 million people visiting the olympic park the year after the olympics mm. was over yeah and the stadium was rented out to football and and mm. all and all the open spaces were now turned into uh environmental parks as well yeah So so there is kind of a two-sided thing, right? In, there there is this, a like, future for the Olympics. Mm. Maybe we can talk about what that looks like. Mm. Um you had some ideas just now? Uh I just wanted to raise a bit more. Just I guess we talked about economically, socially for like nation building. I also want to just touch on the political part of it before we We oh, go yes. into we suggest give some suggestions for the future. Oh sure. Yeah. I guess the political side of it is it's two sides of the coin. You said it was more like national pride, but they can also go into nationalism. Oh yes. If you push it a bit more. Oh yes, for sure. Like you mentioned in Berlin, right? Uh in Berlin I'm I'm sure like uh if USA and Russia in the Cold War when they were playing um um ice hockey I'm sure that would have been labeled as as one of those proxy wars right Gym gymnastics was a very famous um mm. use case on this Yeah the Soviets so, got like became it, the world's I, I know they do it in China it's 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 like fanaticism. Yep. And you know, this is quite funny, I guess. When the, when when the Chinese badminton players lost against Taiwan, that was a big issue in China. Yep. So they are they are the political side of the Olympics that um that does aff- Do you aff- think, right? Mm. Like There, there is like like say in Russia, China, North Korea and things like this. Yeah. There's a very um big big uh effort to do stuff like um military parades and all of these things and it's mm. kind of as a show of force to the outside world, right? Yeah. And and that they mean they mean the business is the Olympics in a similar way that sort of force but culturally if you get what I mean. Yeah, definitely Because is certain... like you 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 see the I guess this is something we'll talk about later about the individual effects on the athletes. But China and Russia they treat it like a like their arms race. They have the exactly, factories right? pumping It's... out these athletes, um, who are like from 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 young age they handpick them, they feed them just so That's... that they can become gold medal athletes in gymnastics. In that's, such, that's such a good um a good 
point to bring up because some nations like like the ones with the political agenda yeah they don't only host the olympics they invest in 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 their athletes well before mm. so that by the time they get to host the olympics they get to they, they get do, to take all the medals and then you know from like a from like an observer side you're China like oh wow right? this is this country is so great because oh they they don't think this they're like oh the athlete must have great conditions for them to live in that country um to prosper and do yeah. what they love yeah and then behind them it's more like if you fucking lose you're gonna go back and you're gonna send to the camps <laughs> Because because having having things like world class athletes is mm. a point towards your cultural impact in the world, right? Yeah. And like when China went hosted Beijing and sweep the medals mm. above the US, never been never been done before. Yeah. And climbed, I think, to like top four mm. in terms of medals in the history of the Olympics. Yeah. Which is like insane, right? Because. And that's it, it kind of like what I don't Russia know does, right? Russia. The reason, one of the reasons why they're called the ROC now is because of their doping scandal, right? It's a, it's a national yep, yep, doping yep. program. Yep. Yep. And, and, and I think, I think, um, they, because they do understand and, and you know how, um, do you know about the city ranking rating scale? I think it's like triple A city. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Mm. Have you have you seen those alpha alpha alpha? Oh scenes, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They they measure it by political, mm. military, economic, and cultural because I think a lot of people understand obviously that a part of a country's power in the world is its cultural influence, colonialism. Yeah, right. Like spreading your culture to be colonized by other nations. That's what America has done so well. Mm. Yeah. And 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 it and it leads to your long term, you know, uh, like foreign affairs and it's, all these kind of things. It's probably seeped out. through it's... into the Olympics, I'd say. Like with American culture, exactly, a lot about right? it is like, about individualism and and stuff, right? So in the Olympics, we yeah. actually, I think, because of my Western influence, we love watching the hundred meters sprints, but. Say for example, individuals say for and, example, yeah. if if Chinese culture seeped through, it's more like community. It's more about cohesion. Maybe the next best event would be to watch so. meet the four times a hundred relay. Because yep. I I I'm just for example, say like somehow because they're more collective, they win the four times a hundred. That would become the key event to watch. Yep. Right. Yep. And and yeah, I think it changes the narrative of the country. Changes like. Mm. How the games are viewed and all and all these kind of things like power in numbers and things like this, right? Like, yeah. Or, and and I think as a political tool, it does put you on a different kind of pedestal as well. And I think, mm. you know, I think I think that's and also as 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 a kind of idea, you're kind of inviting. The in the nations of the entire world to your to your doors, you know, and if you were a previously closed mm. off nation, yeah, that could change your political perception or even just like general consensus about you as a country. I I think a good example. This probably like oh, we'll close this soon, but 
the one with the Indonesian female athletes. Oh, sorry, Filipino, who was the first one to win in a country. Oh, yes. I think for, yep. so so this is my perception at the time. For a minute, watching mm. her win, I was, I was feeling really happy for the Filipino nation. And I was like, yep. wow, she must have had a lot of support back home. And then you read into it, she was not supported by her country at all. She had to fundraise her own like funds to fly to Tokyo. Yep. Ridiculous. And then yep. and then when she wins, the country gives her like two houses, gives her money. And for a while you forget yep. about the governments, you forget about the situations that are happening in the Philippines. Because That's of what the glory. Can, because they get to do, play right? their national anthem, you know? It it the the creme de la creme of a nation, whether it's your entrepreneurs or your politicians and stuff like that, athletes are are a part of that of that circle. It's showing you the best of the best from that nation, um, and the human spirit of its people. Mm. Right? Like when I don't know about you, but when I when I see a nation doing really well, when I started seeing and reading about the. Uh, the uh, Jamaicas and the Bahamas, and then kind of that, mm. they, that all those islands and how they do, how sprinting and things, yeah, and the and the narrative of where they come from, and yeah, it makes you look at the people as a whole, right? Like you see, mm, 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 yeah, as the spirit of Jamaica, and you're like that country with with so much, you know, setbacks can produce. A crop of the world's fastest runners. It's like, yeah. I think it's a st- it's a testament for its people, right? Yeah. Like when 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 you saw the Chinese dominate Beijing, you were like, this nation is on track to become. Mm. If if the if the even if in the athletes and and everyone are organizing. Uh, and the and the infrastructure and architecture, it, it's best ever in class. Mm. They're gonna take over the world in in the, in a while, right? Yeah. They'll be the preeminent nation. Like, I I think it's very hard yeah. to escape the the competitive, like, you know, like the IOC the IOC brands itself is like, oh, it's like sportsmanship and greatness. You know, we're just we're just trying to aim for human <laughs> excellence. But when when all the TV shows is the rankings of the countries based on their medals the and the nations, gold medal tallies. Yeah. It's it's inevitable. Yeah. I'll just be like, ah, Australia is better than, than blank. You know. Yep. And then, I think it's it's probably the sports, most nationalist event. <laughs> mm, I think sports, especially, yeah, is saying? the modern way of fighting, or like wars and conflict. So countries don't give a, don't don't sacrifice by shooting each other anymore. It's more through these soft proxy wars, which are. Yeah, well, their way of I, I think gaining they, dominance. They still, I think they do still kill um, and start wars, but that's a different uh, story altogether. I think, and it's, it's, also, it's a whether dip, or not it's a the, different arena. The gold medal table tally should be based on gold medals. That's another issue as well. Uh, that's a different thing to discuss as well. Yeah, the the um. Anyway, it's I, I, uh, closing I, statements, John. It's, it's a. It's a different arena for your uh, nationalism to play out, just like the space race and the arms race. Yeah. 
what I I think we should we should try to go over. In my opinion, mm. I, like we discussed, there's so much drawback to countries and cities hosting this. But like like you mentioned, politically, economically, uh, culturally, there is so much value in the Olympics, especially to athletes and 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 viewers and stuff. Mm. That we have to look at what what can what cities have done well and what cities haven't yeah and i think there's a few things that the ioc have come up with and and they recognize that they are one of the major stumbling blocks in the olympics becoming so toxic Mm. um and the greed and the money and 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 things like that is that they announced a bit of a plan right these new laws for um governing the olympics going forward to try to get more cities to start bidding because if not it's just gonna die yeah and 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 the, and the and the more interesting part that they said was um reduce costing bids yeah. bidding costs mm. which um i'm a i'm a fan of but the biggest things i think they recognized was evaluate the cities by looking at the key risk and opportunities on a city by city basis yeah and also to include sustainability in all aspects of the games mm. so environmental and use use case wise for the buildings and infrastructure so like we've seen before the developed cities with the infrastructure have the least fallout from the games and they can actually profit and succeed and turn their villages and olympic parks into legacy items mm. whereas the developing cities and nations they struggle and it and it burdens their economy for 20 plus years yeah and the idea about picking a permanent host or a rotation of permanent developed cities has come quite um has become quite a popular opinion lately mm. for example hosting it in london los angeles tokyo now there has again the new infrastructure and kind of moving around in a rotation basis yeah um depending on the continent you're in right yeah. Um a lot of people would say that it it doesn't lead to fairness in other nations who want to dis- display their prowess or, yeah. or develop their sporting um pedigree. But I think it saves a lot of cities and a lot of countries from irresponsible politicking and budgeting. Mm. And I'm I'm a fan of this this whole let's scrap bidding in general. Mm. because greed and corruption always filters through just like in in the world cup as well and scrap that whole process and and nominate and come to a consensus on the five six premium cities do do you think it's one of those things where if because they're premium they're gonna stay premium because of the olympics being held there so because that these AAA cities, benefit, it's right? just gonna benefit them each other yep. because the economic output of those of the Olympics, saying they become beneficial yep. in the end, the AAA cities will just keep getting yep. their benefit. That's that's the uh, that's the counter argument, right? Mm. But is it better for these cities to have that until other cities can actually, you know, catch up? Or is it something or like the NBA it, that we discussed it, before? The, the funds are distributed across the world. <laughs> FIFA actually does that, right? Yeah, With, but, um, I, yeah. but the hmm. the host the host city is the one that's uh, getting crucified, right? Like like 
like Rio couldn't pay its teachers on time. Yeah, yeah. But politicians don't gonna think about is it, that. Is it, you know? is it um exactly? It's they don't care. But uh, is the IOC being irresponsible by saying we'll turn a blind eye? You, you can uh, propose cover all the costs. You, you can say you do can everything, handle. and then we come in with all the TV rights and get all the money. We get all the money, we leave, and we don't care what happens to your communities. Yeah. Is that the stance? Because globally, I think the world has spoken, the cities have spoken, mm. and they, they're saying no, it's, it's not in this current model. No one wants to bid for it because it doesn't give them that much value. Um, the uh, idea of the hosting highs, it the highs is not highs. as great anymore for the cities themselves. Yeah, because the highs are highs, but the lows are lower than any possible high. Mm. If you and 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 I guess the idea is picking permanent hosts until you know, maybe a thirty-year period or something like that for other cities to catch up. Might yeah, be an idea. Other what? What yeah. do you think? I think I think that is the most sustainable method going forward. Uh, yeah, I guess building, there is an alternative is the where problem. then it's yeah, what makes sense. It's like say you we have, yeah, you, I think the appeal is having everyone in one place for all these athletes to compete. I was the other alternative I was thinking yeah. was like, oh, let's just have um shooting in in London and swimming in right. in Korea and gymnastics in China. I don't think that would. That would just be a normal, different competition everywhere, and it would be hard but to coordinate like everything. But like you saw in well. the Euros, hmm. it it but did like happen. Yeah, it did Euros. happen, and this is what they're doing for the World Cup, right? The um twenty twenty. Yep, in twenty twenty six World Cup in USA, Canada, yep. Mexico. So I guess yep. Even and for it, other, and it takes cold, the burden off of those. Even for other um competitions, they already. Looking at that idea, yeah, and spreading the yeah, cost and, and and distributing it, because yep, I think I think the idea right now is like you said a bit broken. The host city takes all of the costs, but also all of the profits. Mm. So they always think they can do it, but it doesn't work out. Yeah, but if you like you said spread it across nations and cities that already have existing infrastructure, yeah. And if you if you profit from that existing infrastructure, you profit overall. I I do say with the host nation, say they only appear in London, L.A., Tokyo, then you're gonna have countries that hmm. don't have these infrastructures lose out. I mean, sorry, continents. So they will it's never not build probably it themselves, not gonna yeah. ever go into South America. It probably won't go into Africa. It it went into South America. No, no, no. As in. They need to have the infrastructure for it to happen, right? So, if that happens, does that mean it always goes back to Rio? Mm. And only once every yeah, twenty correct. years, because so the five would... major continents. Ex exactly. That's that's kind of an idea that is floating around. It goes LA, Rio, London, uh, Tokyo, Melbourne. I actually like, wouldn't mind that. I think that's the pretty cool. Most they have, it, it's just a rotation. Well, kind of just like the. Um, yeah. The F one, it just, yeah, yep. But but I, I I like your idea where it says like, 
the North American Olympics, the Asian Olympics, the Aus- the Australasian Olympics. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's not one city to bear. It's not one country to bear either. Mm. It's spread out, and and it and you diminish the cost across cities, but also you promote as a country, you're promoting all of your cities, in 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 how like a World Cup mm. isn't being bid by cities themselves. They're being bid by countries. Yeah. And 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 they spread the tournament to all of their cities with their infrastructures. So maybe, yeah, and and maybe if it's not like you said, like one country, maybe you do a European Olympic Games, and yeah. wouldn't that be amazing as a spectacle as well, right? Maybe more collaboration is needed um, with this bidding because it's like oh, it's bidding wars and things like this, but maybe it should just be. North America, Europe, Asia, Australasia, Africa, South America on rotation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's let's uh, drop the proposal, JT. I think. Um, let's I think start a consulting company and um, consult the IOC. Why don't we do that? Let's go. Let's go, <laughs> guys. If this happens, if this if this is announced at some point. You've heard it here first. Here are the Decades Podcast. Okay. Um, this will be the end of the episode. We try to keep it under 30 minutes, but again, it's just so hard because there's so many things oh, to say. too much, JT. Um, so, just like if you're still much. interested in listening to our discussion, um, tune in later to the next episode where John and I will just, will just blabber and I guess even less structure to talk about a few more questions um, that are related to the Olympics. Um, and just a bit more thought discussion. Yeah, but thanks in for a, tuning in. In a, in in a so different, far. different, uh, different theme to this. This has been the 1990s. Like a, like a little extra bonus. This has been the Olympic Games. Do you ever find it's like they say these Olympic Games? Do you hear that? Yeah, this is these Olympic Games. Yeah.